0: Hey, it's Tom here. It's Miller Lite. Yeah.
1: Craig here. Miller Lite.
0: Corey here. The
2: original Miller Lite. Scott here, as well as Miller Lite. Good old-fashioned white cans. And this is the uh, our next podcast, Podcast 34, I believe. This is our Power Hour podcast. So pretty much, yeah, I get some paper towels and a little messy. We're going to do a player every minute. I'm not sure if everyone's aware of what a power hour is. It's every time a song changes, you take a shot of a beer. 60 songs, 60 seconds each song. So um, we're Top Shop Fantasy. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Top Shop Are we ready? I'm so nervous. (laughs) I I don't know. we actually ready. So when Tom gives me the cue, I will uh, just start with my – So we got a list of top 10 quarterbacks, top – 20 running backs, top 30 receivers, top 10 tight ends.
1: And this is by the uh, the so, points per
2: game. Yes. Yeah, so, good. I didn't even explain that. So it's points per game, top players in their positions at this point. We'll go over what we rank them pre-draft, kind of where we think we're going, they're going, if they can keep it up. Surprise, bust, kind of thing. So,
3: um, just a quick explanation of why we do points per game. Um, For anybody who's not familiar, we just feel it's I think a more reliable metric than overall points. Just as teams work through their bye weeks, you don't know exactly what a player is scoring if they've missed an entire game versus somebody who's played a game over them. Uh, Just wanted to touch on that real quick. It's 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 comparing apples to apples for the most part. Exactly. There's
0: some outliers here, but we'll get to it. There is. Scotty, you ready to start? Dude, I'm nervous. You ready?
3: I'm
2: ready. You ready? Let's go. All right, Seven power. All right, shots, boys. And for the quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson is currently the quarterback one on the season. We had him ranked uh, quarterback 14 uh, pre-draft, which was pretty high for some people. We were always high in the sky. We said if there's a guy to take last at the end of the draft, um, it's Lamar Jackson. He has panned out more than we ever thought. Um, Do I see this going forward? him being number one I do not but I think he's going to be a top three him um, and a couple other guys we're going to talk about later on but he is a rushing quarterback he's on a high explosive offense um, he's shown signs of great pass mobility all this stuff it's tough because I don't know when the song's going to end so I don't know when <laughs> stop it. but when we're done with the song we're just going to nix this one guy and if we can't talk about this guy enough we'll toss over to someone else and um, yeah it's a pretty much all I have about Lamar Jackson
1: yeah I definitely have liked him a lot this year Um, you got him late in your drafts and you're definitely most happy he's on his way to an MVP season Uh, so you know he's definitely someone that is going to be able to
3: rely upon alrighty shots boys we're on to our second quarterback overall in the season that's Deshaun Watson he's kind of performing exactly how the uh, top shelf experts had expected we had him ranked at a QB 3 for the year or, you know, before the year began. Uh, He's come out and performed in each and every week for the most part. He's been a reliable start for the duration of the year. He's even seen targets go down. He's lost his running back in uh, Lamar Miller, and he's still gone out and produced at a high level week in and week out. Houston has some questions on the offensive side with Will Fuller now out for the future, but Kenny Stills is probably going to slot in, and I think Deshaun Watson continues to kind of dominate the quarterback position. It's going to be him and a few other guys fighting week in and week out, but he could very well end the season at number one overall.
0: Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. He'd be number one overall if it wasn't for Pat Mahomes getting injured or stinking. We knew Deshaun Watson was going to be a top three. Shots. (laughs) Whoa!
1: And so the next one is Russell Wilson. Uh, top Shelf had him as the QB4 going into the season, which is very much where he is right now. He has been able to be much more reliable than you would have expected. Everyone going into this season is Seattle's going to run the ball 500 times, yet somehow they've been able to pass a lot. Uh, emergence of Tyler Lockett this year. DK Metcalf has been what he's been supposed to be. Jerron Brown has found his way the last couple of weeks. David Moore is someone that's going to be able to continue I feel very confident in saying that Russell Wilson is going to stick it out in the top three the rest of the year. I think that with some tough matchups he's already seen against the Rams, he's done really well and got 30 points. Uh, Overall on the season, he has 170 fantasy points, and that's exactly what you're looking for out of Russell
2: Wilson.
0: Yeah. I. (laughs) Here we go. I knew it was going to be soon. Dak Prescott is your QB four in 2019. We had him ranked at 16. So if you drafted Dak, pour yourself a daiquiri. Enjoy life right now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, baby. Uh, listen, Dak Cooper, uh, Michael Gallup. This offense is clicking, and Dak is the is the quarterback that he was his rookie year. Um you and this is this is why we say don't draft quarterbacks early. He was coming off the board in the ninth to 10th round, and he's QB4. This guy's untradeable, and he's unbeatable right now. With Zeke on the ground, even underperforming this offense can only get better. Dak's going to continue to be here. If you got him, hold it and love it. I don't know if anybody else has yeah, anything. No, Jason he's, Witten ain't doing anything. I think
1: <laughs> I think with the emergence of Gallup is one that's really helped him out this year, and Amari right, Cooper yeah. being consistent is really why Dak is Amari where he Cooper is right now. That's the biggest reason. Amari Joe, Cooper is consistent. Oh.
2: Take it to to All right. Quarterback number five in the season so far per game, Patrick Mahomes. Um, I mean, at this point, he's a bust compared to where you drafted this guy. He was going in the third round, fourth round. So, numbers for quarterback, still very good, but he's not getting you the 30-point th- games. He has lost Tyreek early in the year. Tyreek comes back. Mahomes goes down. So, he hasn't had, you know, that fluid offense that was w- – weapons he's used to Watkins went down after week one he comes back i think he's not going to be the same player he's going to be in the pocket a lot more they're going to want to rest that ankle make sure he does not get hurt his mobility is not going to be there maybe at all for a long time so he'll still be a top eight quarterback i think but he will not be the number one guy you invested all your time in
3: Yeah, for sure. You've seen him struggle with some injuries himself. I mean, even with just the ankle, he was less than mobile. Uh, All right, Max, shoot him. Next uh, quarterback on the list is Matt Ryan. He is a little banged up right now, but uh, he's performing exactly how top-shelf fantasy said he would be. He was a quarterback six pre-draft. He's a quarterback six right now. Now, let me caveat that and say he might be a little bit higher had he not posted 3.56 fantasy points last week when he got injured. But he's, two. Still, yeah. <laughs> he's still a quarterback that you start almost every week, except for this week as my quarterback, sit. Uh, the injury still worries me, but I think he's going to come back for maybe in a week or two, and he's still going to be involved in a lot of shootouts. That Atlanta defense is so weak that he's going to be throwing the ball. I know he lost Muhammad Sanu. That's not a tremendous concern for me. <laughs> no. He still has Yeah, he still has Julio Jones. He still has Calvin Ridley. He's still got Austin Hooper. He's still got Devontae Freeman. He should be fine going forward. And if the I mean honestly, if the Atlanta defense could figure it out, the offense is high powered enough. And move.
1: Next up, QB seven is Who is this guy? Matt Stafford. Been in the league a really long time, and somehow this year he finds himself fantasy relevant once again. Uh, He was not ranked very high for anyone out there. If anyone said that he was, I don't believe you. He was quarterback 22 for us, uh, but he's quarterback 7 right now. Even with weeks of 11 points against Green Bay, who's tough, 12 points against Philadelphia, who's also pretty tough, he's had a really good season. Uh, Minnesota, just this past week, he put up 30 fantasy points which is absolutely unreal for a quarterback four touchdowns last week he has a really really good touchdown to interception ratio this year he only has three picks he's got kenny galladay showing up marvin jones this past week who's done really really well and then you you know you have uh tj hawkinson who's been able to show up a little bit for him i expect the trend to continue
2: <laughs> so funny it, this, is it.
0: this is great, Scotty. All right. So QB8, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's our QB2. And again, another prime example of why you draft quarterbacks late. Um, he was going in the fourth or fifth round. He doesn't have Devontae Adams right now. And without Devontae Adams, I don't know any other Packer that can go ahead and catch the football. No one... <laughs> Jimmy Graham's dropping it. MVS... I'm a big MVS guy, but he's dropped balls, and MVS is just a deep D-threat guy. Uh, Geronimo's, been, Geronimo's been dropping balls. Uh, you got the true uh, Lazard King who had to end up popping up. Jake Kumro had a big week last week. He just doesn't seem to have the pieces there uh, to really put in that QB2 type of performance that a majority of the fantasy community thought. And on top of that, Matt LaFleur, I don't know that he's an upgrade from Andy... Andy um, Reed. Yes, <laughs> He's not any reason. Mike
2: McCarthy. There you go. All right, my quarterback nine, mind up. The least quarterback nine is Kyler Murray. We had him ranked quarterback fifteen overall, and that's mainly because of Tom. Tom was never that high on Kyler Murray, <laughs> right, Tom? Admit it. Me it and Craig were. I was not a big me Kyler. Me and Craig it took were a lot nine higher players on Kyler.
3: to get shots fired.
2: <laughs>
1: so
3: <laughs> oh, no,
2: wait a second. Hold on. Me and Craig had Kyler shots, Murray what?
1: Around quarterback 10. It was somewhere around, around there, but I think what it was is the fact that that preseason that you saw from
2: Kyler Murray was like, whoa, this guy might not be good at all. But yeah. we still had him decently high. Tom had him in like the tw- 20, so this average is kind of skewed. He's quarterback 9 now. I think he's going to be around there. He's doing these numbers, and you look at paper, wow, he's, he's not playing that good. He's not passing. Some games he's not rushing. He just had his like first multiple touchdown game, and he's still quarterback 9, so I – I think he's going to be around there. It's not going to be pretty in, in the least, but mobile quarterback, he's going to use those feet. Boom, next.
3: Uh, next quarterback is Jacoby Brissett, currently ranked QB 10 in points per game. Uh, he snuck up on us a bit here, to be honest. Preseason rankings did include a healthy and not retired Andrew Luck, so maybe he can cut us a little bit of slack. But he's come on strong. He's earned his spot at QB10. He's on pace to lead the league in touchdowns. Uh, He's, you know, performed well well over what anybody, I think, expected. If you remember back to when he was playing last year, he was more of a game manager than anything else. Now he's out there slinging the rock around. Um, He has already had his bye week. He's got points maybe a little bit lower than everybody else. But, again, that's why we use the points per game to show that he is, through the games that he's played, putting out numbers that, are just truly impressive. QB ten, I would have expected him to be again QB twenty six is where we had him pre-draft, much further down the list. QB ten is impressive for Jacoby Brissett, especially never mind. Come on.
1: <laughs> that is your top ten quarterbacks when to go into running backs. Number one obviously is the one, the only, Christian Caffrey. He this year started to bulk up a lot more. You saw you that, that? <laughs> What's that? I said do people call him that? I just just came up I with it. Me, I it. I uh, like the name. I like it. I love start. So so anyway, <laughs> he's he, he's on pace for over 320 fantasy points on the season, which is absolutely unreal for a running back. He's finding himself in the elite of elite and maybe finding himself into a Hall of Fame category of 2019 uh for for fantasy points and he's definitely on pace for over 1200 rushing yards and somewhere around 600 receiving yards i really wish i could say that he'd be the first guy to a thousand a thousand but we'll see what happens in the second half of this season christian mccaffrey is your number one running back on the season and he's gonna finish that way Bucket. it
2: <laughs>
0: uh rb2 dalvin cook if there was ever a replacement for lev bell in my uh Absolute love for RBs. It's Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is everything that you thought he would be. He was my bounce back player, and he's everything you thought he was going to be coming out of uh, out of college. He has absolutely been destroying the field right now. And if it wasn't for a guy named Christian McCaffrey, who's the entire offense for his team. We'd be talking about Dalvin Cook is the best back in the league. If there was any one back to push for that number one spot, it was always Dalvin Cook in my mind, and we're seeing him right here at number two. And you could have gotten him late. I mean, I, we had him pretty low, but I think everybody was very high on Dalvin Cook.
3: Yeah, for sure. A lot of hesitation on him, I think, just because of the injury history. Yeah. But if you grabbed him, good on ya, if, you, because he's, say- he's paid off in spades. Oh. All right. All ah. right. RB
2: number uh, three is Nick Chubb right now. Sorry, Burr. Um, we had him ranked as uh, RB12 preseason, right um, right behind Karrion Johnson, right before like, the Sonny Michels, Aaron Joneses. But um, he has proved us wrong, I would say. Um, even beginning of the season, we all said, you know, this guy doesn't really look that good. He looked kind of slow. He looked kind of lost. He got touchdowns. That's kind of why he was good. But the last couple weeks... He is their offense, and he's the only reason this offense is. I mean, the team stinks in general, but the only reason to watch the Browns is because of Nick Chubb. He's looked explosive. He's a good runner, great pass catcher, he gets the touchdowns. He's going to finish probably top five.
3: Well, there's other reasons to watch the Browns if you hate, if you love a uh, terrible quarterback play. That's one reason to dive in there. It's true, yeah. But no, you're dead on with uh, Nick Chubb. I think he's really shown us a lot more than we thought he Bro- had. Does it make
0: you stop? Oh, oh I love this really? one.
3: Tough tune right here. Tough tune. Um, our next running back on the list is Austin Eckler, car, uh, currently standing at quarterback four. I mean, sorry, running back, <laughs> running back four. You'll get a lot of that on this podcast. Uh, running back four. He obviously got a huge bump while Gordon was sitting out or holding out, whatever you want to call it. But as it lies right now, running back four versus uh, top shelf production of running back twenty seven. Which, again, I think is fair. I don't think anybody thought he was going to hold out that long. I don't think anybody thought Eckler was going to be that effective in that time that he was playing. But when he was on the field, he really stepped up. His role and touches have decreased since Gordon got back. But last week he put up over 20 points and Melvin fumbled. So maybe he does end up making more of a comeback into that role. Maybe even he gets some goal line work, which he had ceded to Melv almost entirely. If he can do that, you might see him finish in the top 15, 20 running backs. It's not outside of the question. Uh, Maybe even higher.
1: Yeah, so the next one on our list, Matt LaFleur, pay attention. It's Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has only 60% of the snaps over in Green Bay right now, and he is the RB5 on the season. This man had 40 points a couple weeks ago and absolutely should be Uh, You know, thought of as a workhorse running back Jamal Williams, sure, you're great But Aaron Jones is really the real deal He only has 400 rushing yards on the season But he is on pace right now for 18 total touchdowns on the season And that is absolutely unreal and I think it should absolutely continue I think Matt LaFleur you need to pay attention to what's happening in your offense you need to see the talent you need to see the players you need to continue to run Aaron Jones and run him into the ground he's
2: a lot better than Jamal Williams and we've seen that time and time again yeah he fumbled the ball two weeks ago and dropped a pass and then Jamal got a big game but so what
0: <laughs> oh, No.
2: We're nowhere near closing time. (laughs) Did someone say something right now? (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, so RB6, Zeke Elliott. um, Listen, if you passed on Zeke Elliott in your drafts, I'm sorry. Um, RB6 right now, I know everybody expected him to be much higher, but Zeke is Zeke. Like I, I fully expect him by the end of the year to be up in the upper echelon. Nick Chubb has Kareem Hunt coming back that's going to end up dropping him down. We've talked about Nick LaFleur not understanding uh, that Jamal Williams really is Devontae Booker and can't do anything. You have bet Austin Eckler still has Melvin Gordon to worry about. Zeke is only number six because of opportunity that other backs were given. He's come on to a slow start, absolutely, but Zeke is Zeke. Like He is the NFL's premier running back, and right now it's McCaffrey, Cook, Chubb. All I mean, right, so pack it up.
2: Running back, seven. Tom's favorite, uh, Leonard Fournette. We had him rank as uh, RB22. I I don't think any of us were that high on him going forward. Tom was really not high on him at all. One TD, baby. His bust. I think, yeah, it was Tom's bust. So um, Fournette, uh, he's, I said this a few weeks ago, he was a big buy low guy for me. He might not get all the yards, but they're giving this guy the ball. He's on the field 95% of the time. He had negative four rushing yards on 15 carries, and he still gave him the ball, and he got that 69-yard nice run nice. At, at the end of the game. So this guy, I don't think he finishes at nice. seven. I think he...
3: <laughs> <laughs> Craig's on a tape Yeah, <laughs> late. Um,
2: so Fournette should finish in the top 12. I don't think he'll be seven. You got guys like Saquon that are going to pass them. I think even Derek Henry might get there, but you probably got Fournette late, so good for you.
1: Yeah, drink. Ooh.
3: Uh, next running back we got on the list is Alvin Kamara, uh, currently ranked as running back eight versus a top-shelf projection of running back four. He's had some tough matches or matchups, but all in all, he's been very consistent this year. He's one of – he's kind of missing out on some of those trademark giant scoring games that you saw last year where he was putting up 40 every other week. I expect more of those down the line as he continues to recover from this ankle injury that I think has been bugging him more than he's let on. I mean, he did miss the game last week, so you know that it's been significant. It might be holding him back. He's also in an offense that's been missing Drew Brees, which definitely doesn't help him. Teddy Bridgewater is, as he's been effective, but he hasn't been Drew Brees. You know, defenses aren't going to open up the box because of Teddy Bridgewater. The second Drew Brees comes back, I think you see a big bounce up in stats for Alvin Kamara. And you see him climb this list from, what I just say, he's running back eight. He could finish in the top five easily. 100%.
1: running back nine with point in punt in point scoring on the year is josh jacobs the rookie from alabama a lot of people were saying that he might not be the guy that's going to be able to take the whole workload and this year with him being a top 10 running back right now halfway through the season you can absolutely book it that he's going to continue on the rest of the season he's averaging or he's on pace for over 1200 rushing yards and just about 200 receiving yards. He never thought he was going to do it on the ground, uh, in the air anyway, but he's going to get about 8 to 10 touchdowns on the season. Right now he has four, and he is definitely going to be someone that's going to continue his success with a very, very easy schedule coming up. You're looking at a lot for Josh Jacobs in his future. Right now he does have a shoulder injury, but he's going to be pretty good moving forward. I don't think that he's going to miss his week this week,
0: Uh, David Johnson owners and anybody who trot, uh, Chase Edmonds, woke up crying. Uh, Listen, I joked about David Johnson uh, being stinky. um, But listen, Cliff Kingsbury has absolutely no attachment to him right now. He can't be healthy. He can't get on the field. He's the RB10. We had him at RB6. This dude's hyper-talented. I'm not going to ever take that away from him.
2: What bet did you guys have with him? Uh, top 10 he running gonna back. He's
0: going to finish as a top 10 running back.
2: Wow. Look at him now. That's freaking insane. He's an RB10. Now, Tom Willie really finish as an RB10? What do you win? If I, no, you, I, no if
0: you win? I absolutely don't think so. I completely so. agree. I, I, I think I'm, yeah. I'm going to get out of that bet only oh, because of the injury clause Easily, in it. yeah.
1: There is but. no injury clause in our bet. Eh,
3: whatever. Wait, I'll are you saying Chase Edmonds is the top 10? No, no, no. no, no Dave Johnson. Oh, okay. This is preseason. I should have made my butt.
0: In, I don't in, know why in, I backed in, out. Re- really this is this is Chase Edmonds to me this discussion but. Yep, for sure. Hey, next guy.
2: Me um RB11. It's Mark Ingram
0: um who had him 15.
2: We did? Wait, what? What? Mark Ingram? Uh, yeah. You had him 15? Yeah. Oh, we had him t- we had him 21 as collective. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Tom that, had yeah. him. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay, no, okay, okay, okay. Same so. Same page. <laughs> um you picked this guy late. Mainly as a flex guy, to be honest. And week one, he goes out for three touchdowns. He hasn't been that consistent. He's getting touchdowns, and that's how he's been productive. But the good thing is Baltimore is a running offense. They're going to run the ball with Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram. (laughs) Gus Edwards, Justice Hill have not been used. And that was always a concern all summer. You know, this sexy rookie, this sexy Gus. Everything's sexy but Mark Ingram. Ingram is the lead so, guy there. He's he's God. going to end up being the lead guy, and he can, he's going to finish as an RB2, and you where you got him, good for you.
3: And oh, drink. What a jam. Our next running back on the list is Derek Henry, running back 12, originally ranked by the Top Shelf Fantasy crew at running back 18, so not too far off. He's a little kind of overperformed. I think we were all kind of surprised at the lack of impact that Dion Lewis has had this year. Um, Derrick Henry has really been the picture of consistency. Who would have thought? Um, Yeah, Deion Lewis has been a non-factor in the offense. I mean, he's posting like three, four, five points a week. Uh, He's not really vultured any of the passing work that you would have thought that he would. Derrick Henry's actually gone out and caught a few passes out of the backfield this year, which has been surprising. He's obviously filling that goal line uh, status or role, whatever you want to say. Um, But Henry's out there more often than not He's only had one down week And it was against a very tough Denver defense I don't know what more you can ask from the guy He's out there every single week Performing despite Marcus Mariota's ineptitude
0: Yeah, and before I take the shot I think we were higher than most Like ESPN and
3: Yahoo
1: Someone who we were high on Was James Conner We had him as RB7 He's right now at RB13 I think that's the reason is because he's getting 60% of the snaps. James Conner has had Jalen Samuels eat into him. He's had Benny Snell, uh, you know, when James Conner was out, uh, you know, play a little bit himself. But James Conner does have a few good matchups coming up. Right now, he does not seem like he's going to have a full finish with... You know, around maybe 500 rushing yards it's it's kind of strange that he's he is where he is right now he is uh, injuries the RB 13 you know it is injuries but we are going by points per game so it's it's interesting that he is 13 uh, but again you know he he's, he's been talking hurt about in games too so. uh, rushing attempts to start the 10 11 13 10 14 oh, 16 <laughs> nothing in the 20s.
0: That was good. (laughs) Corey is making sure we are not empty. I love it. Tom, quick. Uh, Yeah, Saquon Barkley. Uh, RB14, we had him ranked as RB1. Everybody had him ranked as RB1. If you had first pick, you were likely taking Saquon Barkley. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Saquon Barkley is bad. I'm going to tell you that the Giants are bad. And the Giants ended up playing, starting Eli Manning at the beginning of the year. He was hurt. He's been trying to play through ankle injury. They haven't had Evan Ingram. They haven't had Sterling Shepard. They haven't, you know, Golden Tate was suspended. This offense, when you sit there as a defensive coordinator, you go, how do I beat the Giants? Stop Saquon Barkley when he's on the field. Saquon. If you have Saquon Barkley, you have to hold on to him. Yeah, yeah he's still w- the top. Sorry, he's, he's absolutely the most talented back in the NFL. He's absolutely the most talented well, back in the NFL. M- but y though.
1: Uh, I wanted to go more on Saquon.
0: Well, you only got a minute. Oh, that's me. It is you. Uh,
2: Chris Carson. Blech. RB15. We had him in RB20. You know.
0: Yeah.
2: Pretty good. This is a guy who, um, he is the clear best running back in Seattle. i to not saying much, but, but okay. So he <laughs> has fumbled. I think he's lost three. He's lost four fumbles, on the all season. Yep. He's lost fumbles, and what I love is Pete Carroll is saying, you know what, he has to learn by playing. So he's tossing him out there week in, week out. He always busts his back. He's getting the touches. He's kind of slowed down in the past week, so his window for his, you know, sell high, I think, is passing. He might still be able to. He's going to be good, but I think he stays around the running back 15 uh, area, low in RB2, but...
3: I agree. This is my graduation song. All right, so our next running back is Todd Gurley, currently ranked at running back 16 against a pre-draft TSF ranking of running back 8. So a little bit of underperformance here, but I think that's partially due to the fact that McVay is refusing to overload his star back. I'd look for him to make his way closer to that 8 to 10 running back range as the season continues on. He has been looking effective. He looks strong when he runs. He looks fast. He looks quick. But, again, the Rams are not going to overdo it because they do plan to be a long-term playoff team. They intend to use Gurley in the playoffs. They're not going to overload him in the regular season. And it's a smart strategy. Why would you burn out your running back before he needs to be, especially with his history of knee injuries? So, I guess he's underperforming, but it's not all that surprising. I love Todd Gurley. It's great. (laughs) I know you never know when it's
0: going to transition.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this was not done on purpose, but if you've been listening to Top Shelf Fantasy all year, you know I've had an issue with Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay is now the RB17 on the year. We had him ranked as RB29, and that is because of me. I do not believe in Philip Lindsay, and that is... something that i have a complex with and i think a lot of people out there do he is five foot seven 185 pounds playing in the nfl and somehow he's getting a ton of fantasy points i'll give him credit the man against los angeles chargers had 22 fantasy points tennessee 14 and a half green bay packers who's been a good defense 27 he's done some really good things this year but at the same time trending going forward you can see a changing of the guard happening with royce freeman as we speak, and I don't project the same for Philip Lindsay going forward.
0: Tim? Oh, Le'Veon, 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 Le'Veon. Bell. Ew. At RB18 right now, are you buying Love Bell or not? Because listen, here's the thing. Yes. Sam Darnold wasn't on the field. For a majority of the season They just played the Patriots So Sam Darnold had one game in which he wasn't Playing the Patriots and that was what A half? Yes Le'Veon Bell is a very talented back And you even watch him go and and Play against the New England Patriots He was getting yards, he looked okay Um, It's a Historic defense so yeah the numbers Aren't going to look phenomenal but when you Watch the guy run he's been great when you have no offensive weapons and you go, how do I beat you? I'm going to beat you by your by best low. player. I go and look and I say, I'm going to stop Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is the guy that I want moving forward. I can absolutely see him being a top 10 back.
2: Uh, and our next back, hold on, let me take a shot. That is Marlon Mack for the Colts. We had him as a RB15. He's RB19. I'm, I'm kind of surprised because he had a, a really big start. He's um, been inconsistent, though. Yeah, he's been very inconsistent. Um, <laughs> wow. Anyways, uh, we <laughs> I thought he was going to be a lot higher than this. but um, I, To be
3: honest with I you mean, he's going
0: to float around this range. Yeah, so. I
2: mean, he's going to have some big games, so we'll get him back up around the RB15 stage. But um, in one league, we traded for him in our um,
0: ESPN West, League. ESPN league, league. Doctors, uh, we, tr- yeah. we
2: traded Damien Williams for him, which is not in the top 20. So, I mean, we're... We're hiring him. I think he's good. He's a great guy to play each week as an RB two or flex. So on
1: Mac, break. I see him continuing his success. I don't think that you're going to see Wilkins eat into it. Naim Hines has not think, been what anyone only, thought of.
3: I think only the success of Jacoby Brissett has hindered Mac. Absolutely. Shoot him. Our final running back on the list, running back twenty, is Sony Michelle. Did not expect to see him on the list, but uh, probably the three touchdowns last week. Uh, Listen, if you can fall forward into an end zone, you're good at fantasy. Exactly. So he
0: well,
1: when uh, you have 15 tries to do it. Ex-
3: exactly. So he uh, he had through the three touchdowns last week, which definitely helped him out get on the- helped him to get on this list. Uh, but he has been consistent enough to be a reliable start. He's right around where Top Shelf projected him. We had him at a pre-draft ranking of 24. Currently, again at 20. So not necessarily a world beater at this point, but he's proven on the goal line he'll eventually get in if you give him three shots at it. But he's getting in the end zone. He's scoring points. Uh, losing Devlin has definitely hurt him. Losing a fullback as a whole has hurt him because he runs in an i form. That's what he does. Uh, 11, 11 personnel is where he lives. But as soon as you get out of that, he's a lot less effective.
0: Next. Sony's uh, TD percentage of that game, 20%. boy <laughs> running,
1: running backs are over. We're not going to go over to the full 24. We're going to stop at 20. We're going to go over wide receivers, and that is number one. Chris Godwin!
0: Godwin. Shout out,
1: Scotty. This is absolutely unreal when you really think about it. Chris Godwin, yes, he's the number one wide receiver right now, but he was not projected to be within uh, a, a wide receiver one. A lot of people think that he, he could have gotten there. A lot of experts said that he was their breakout player of the year, and Chris Godwin is the real deal, and guess what? He is. Chris Godwin is strong. Chris Godwin uh, knows his routes. He is someone that's going to continue his success year in and year out. If you have him in Dynasty, good for you. If you don't, go get him. This is someone that you absolutely can trust going forward for years and years to come. Chris Godwin is an absolute beast. He's the wide receiver one for a reason.
0: Scotty, trade me Chris Godwin. That's that's Scotty's crush. Just toss Uh, him in. Just toss (laughs) him in. (laughs) Just toss him in, dude. (laughs) Hey, Jeff, just toss him in. Oh, sorry uh hey michael thomas wide receiver two we had him at wide receiver six but again like the way that we've talked about some of these higher end running backs if there was a if there was a wide receiver who was going to jump up into this range it was going to be michael thomas michael thomas is quarterback proof he's always been he is a incredibly talented wide receiver and if you don't understand that you need to go watch the saint games
3: you know that's what I said about me coming out of high school. I, you
2: know, I love What's Chris Godwin. I, so this is my breakout player, Chris Godwin. So pat myself on the freaking back. Best receiver in the entire NFL by far. three to four points. Which and is we're far. on Michael Thomas. Average. So here's seventeen. Chris Tom- Chris Godwin's like twenty point five. It's crazy. Beautiful. How much higher Chris Godwin is than everyone else? Yeah, it's weird.
3: I
1: mean, is and the, and
3: Michael Thomas, at wide receiver two there.
1: is
2: doing this without Drew Brees.
3: Yeah, which is impressive.
2: Well, me and Tom are going to switch. He's in the bathroom. Thank God, because I don't want to take this and that. But um, Michael Thomas. Um, oh no, no,
1: no, you're on Sammy. We've already gotten past that. We've gone past it. You're on. He, Sammy, oh Sammy, shit. Michael okay.
2: Thomas. Yeah. So you're not switching. I'm glad I don't have much time left. Sammy Watkins. Wr three per game. This is, and again, again, this is points per points game. Points per game, and we just kept him in here because you know he was he's still healthy. He was good for a couple weeks. That one week he was huge. Week one. Do we see him doing this Throughout the season We do not We had no, him as, du- as
3: WR33 And that's where he should be If he actually play the games Yeah and Canning beat me By like two points When Sammy dropped 40 In week one It's absurd
1: <laughs> Yeah no it's so I mean that was without Tyreek Catch Hill, me on so. the street Canning see what
3: happened.
2: <laughs> Tyreek exited the game Really
1: early yeah.
3: He had a big
2: game But that was it I mean yeah. this guy's not gonna be He a WR3 tops He's even a, no, he's a drop cane. I'm sorry. I I don't want this guy on my team.
1: Well, I, I mean agree. he's he's about to play. I mean he's not
3: gonna you're not gonna drop him, but he's gives me a ringo. Uh, so we got the next wide receiver coming up is Amari Cooper. Uh, give me one second, I gotta drink this beer. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think he's uh, so he's currently ranked as the wide receiver four. We had him at wide receiver thirteen. I think he's definitely overplaying what we expected out of him. Um But I do think he could even be higher if he didn't go out against the Jets after two plays. So, uh, I guess Top Shelf might have missed on this one. But both he and Dak have proven the haters wrong this season. Um, They came out. They proved they can play together. Dak has looked good. Dak has kind of proven that he's worth the money he's asking for. And Amari has come over from Oakland after a couple down seasons and proven that he can still play football, he can still run routes, and he can still get in behind the defenders. He's also, if you've watched the games, made a few fantastic catches. So I've got nothing to knock him for. I would have knocked him before the season. I probably might have even had him lower, but thank you, next. Thank you, next. So
2: Tom's going right now, and then Craig will go next.
3: Cooper Cup.
0: We 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 have had so many discussions about this wide receiver core. Is it Robert Woods? Is it Brandon Cooks? Is it Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup was an afterthought. Cooper Cup is an afterthought for the Rams organization. They're paying him three million dollars a year, while they pay Cooks eighty-five and they a year. Robert, yes, and they pay eighty-five million a year. Yeah, $85 dollars a year. What's it's that cap? Like? That is not the underrated. On that is unreal. Listen, <laughs> Cooper Cup. I I have said this since day one. Is the water? It's like receiver a that you a Second, to this is retire.
2: This is that. Tom's bounce back player, by the way.
0: No, my bounce back was was Cook. Uh, is he it, is it your breakout? breakout? No, my breakout was carry on. All right, next, Craig.
3: I'm Cup going to go awesome. ahead and
0: let me take just get a, that in.
3: Earlier when you yelled sabotage on the previous podcast, this is what I thought of. Listen, everyone,
1: for whatever reason, this player has absolutely come out of nowhere. The wide receiver six on the season in points per game and on full points is DJ Shark. Out of nowhere,
3: out of the recesses of your mind.
1: Literally came out of nowhere, except for myself. Because he was my absolute dart Dark throw, throw of which the is year. someone who you do not expect to have the amount of success that he has, but I'll tell you this, he has always had the talent, he's always had the size, he's always had the athleticism, he's he's always and with the, the, the amount of uh, other talent on that team, DJ Shark showed up, came out, and is going to Craig, continue his success going so forward. Gonna, where
2: do you see him finishing going forward?
1: On the season, he's going to finish as a wide receiver one, even with Nick Foles' So Uh, Tom coming in because Nick Foles' his first pass of the season was a touchdown to DJ Shark. Love it.
2: And mine is T.Y. Hilton. So we had him ranked as WR nineteen after the Andrew Luck retirement. We, me and Tom, freaked out. We we had him lower. Craig still had him higher. Kind of talked us down a little bit. And Craig was right. So, T.Y. Hilton still a great quarterback. I my wide receivers. And what Craig said was, all right, he had a bad season with Jacoby. This this is Jacoby's third year in the offense. He's been practicing with him for three straight years behind Andrew Luck, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He can't be as bad as he was three years ago. And he has Tom Brady still he used to work with. And we have seen it time and time out this entire season. He has a great connection with T.Y., if T.Y. can stay healthy, he can. He will be a WR1.
0: Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think the biggest thing with us on T.Y. Go. Say it. On T.Y. was Jacoby coming in. And then we all were like, oh, Frank Reich is a great backup coach. All
3: right, next. For sure. Um, next wide receiver is Julio Jones. Wide receiver 8 versus a wide receiver 3 projection. A couple duds have really limited his otherwise productive season. But with Sanu leaving Atlanta or the ATL, as they call it, uh, I look for him to either step up big or disappear entirely. He's one of those guys that could completely go either direction, and I would not be surprised. Either they go back to the Julio of years past where he does not ever catch another touchdown and he gets a million yards, or he does absolutely nothing for the rest of the season. I'm not sure what's going to happen with him. He could finish as a top wide receiver, maybe five overall, or he could finish outside the top 20, and neither way would surprise me. It's very hard for me to call this point. I wish I had
0: outside the top 20.
3: Yeah.
2: This is the thing that says, says, all right, next. Thank you,
1: next. You're
0: sick, Corey. Oh, I'm back
2: at it with
1: Mike Evans. Wide receiver nine on the season. We had him as wide receiver seven. Very close. (laughs) Going into the year. Yeah, we were pretty close on this, but the thing was in the story with Mike Evans on the year is, is he going to get you 40 or is he going to get you zero? And the reason why is because of Chris Godden, who's the number one wide receiver on the season. Also, in part, a little bit of percentages, is Jameis Winston going to show up that day? And so Mike Evans this year has been a lot of a headache, almost kind of like Amari Cooper was when he was in Ra- with the Raiders. So it's very interesting to see that he's up here this high He's not the most consistent But Mike Evans is 6'5", 230 He is a talented wide receiver He's going to be someone that you can rely upon You gotta keep putting this guy in there Because he is talented I do expect him to continue And you do expect him would to finish you, as a wide receiver would one. Would you on rather the
0: Mike Evans or Chris Godwin? Godwin Chris
1: Godwin, of course, he's the wide receiver one Which is definitely not something you would have said
0: In the beginning of the year no, not at all, Tim. That's why you throw a name out the window, and I look at Allen Robinson as wide receiver ten right now. Give me some A. Rob, baby. Give me some A. Rob. That's a Scotty panel. That back player of the Scottie, year. Take a, take a little half a second. There we go. Game.
2: No, uh, yep. Allen Robinson is my best player of the year. I'm beating Craig in a very close uh, bet right now with uh, Tyler Lockett very very close both are doing great Right. but yeah. allen robinson's we know we, we know the talent second year in the offense is what we always said second year was his breakout year he's the only one in the that offense that t- is is targeted
0: he's a target machine and that yep. i think that's one thing we did not expect i thought we expected this to be on the ground allen robinson is the wide receiver the only wide receiver and we're talking about an incompetent offense. and bears to be honest of
1: to be honest i think it's only going to get better
2: agreed all right, so I'll talk for a little bit because I took a lot of Tom's time. Marvin Jones is a wide receiver 11. Oh, God. And no, we, he's not. And th- this is because of the last week four oh, touchdown games. All right, and I'll end it there because we talked about him in the last podcast. Yeah. Tom, do you see him finishing as WR11 going forward?
0: Hell no. No,
2: of course not. But where do you see him? A wide receiver 3? Oh,
0: 100%. I mean, okay. he's got... So... So this, this this would be an interesting conversation. Do you want Marvin Jones or Kenny Galladay? Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a Galladay guy too. I, and Marvin. That's does, why
3: he's my sell high. Please listen to the last <laughs> podcast. Yeah,
0: and we've we we talked about there's going to be some outliers in here. Say, I know Scotty, you talked about Sammy. Marvin Jones shows up. These guys just had big games. They get tossed in here. I mean, Deshaun Jackson was what the number one wide receiver of fantasy points per game. Oh God. It's a What shot. a song.
3: All right, next wide receiver on the list. Terry McLaren, currently wide receiver 12. Pre-draft, we had him at wide receiver 109. This is probably everybody's most surprising rookie. Definitely caught us by surprise here at TSF. But the one-time guest speaker, Richard Laflamme, shout-out, was always high on Terry McLaren. He's possibly the only kid in the world that saw the kid exploding like this. Unfortunately, he's going to be dragged down by Dwayne Haskins and him taking over the Washington offense for the rest of his you know, days in Washington. I look for a lot of negative regression out of McLaurin. I don't think he's going to be a viable fantasy option for the rest of the season if, if, if Haskins is at the helm. You saw him miss him horribly when he was wide open this week on Thursday night. Terry McWonders, Terry Mc1
0: hit, Terry right, Mcaskins. Terry so Mick, high.
1: wide receiver 12 who's going to finish outside wide receiver 2. Too long, Craig. Terry
0: <clears throat> McSucks. get sucks. a better one. Terry McSucks. <laughs> sucks. Come on. Craig, you're up. It's finish the shot. What is that? That's
1: gross. He just told me that I had Craig right. sipping a he shot out. like it's a freaking
3: <laughs> aperitif. I was uh, just trying to. I was just trying to get like into this. the guy that I was going to
1: talk <laughs> about, who is Keenan Allen, because I only have a minute to do so. Um, I'll okay, do two next. Keenan Allen right? is a guy who is at wide receiver thirteen right now, and he's wide receiver eleven. Thank you, because of me, because I did not expect a lot from Keenan Allen this season with Mike Williams coming in, Hunter Henry coming in. Unfortunately, Hunter Henry had missed a lot of bit of time, but there's been a lot of passing work going to Austin Eckler this year. And Keenan Allen has not been able to see the amount of targets and the amount of production that he has seen in the past. He's outside wide receiver one midseason right now because of that. This week he may not play, and I, can s- I see the trend
0: continue. <sighs> Sorry. I, I
3: I oh. All right,
0: Adam Thielen, wide receiver 14. We had him ranked as wide receiver nine. We've talked about the Vikings multiple, multiple, multiple times. Multiple times. Um, I honestly think this is high where Adam Thielen's gonna finish. Me I too. Think, I think Thielen and Diggs are both gonna be finishing much lower than where they currently are. Rude. We've talked about all three of these players: Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, and Adam Thielen. You you can't have two of the three, and one of them is always going to be Dalvin Cook. So you have to pick. It's gonna be a, a Diggs game or a Thielen game. I'm always going to be taking Thielen over Digs when fully healthy. Uh, Adam Thielen at wide receiver 14. We had him previously ranked at wide receiver 9. I think the the I I, I think the ascension of Dalvin Cook. I think. He, thank you.
2: The ascension. All right, my next one is um. Tyler Lockett. Oh, you
0: guys had to each take the people you bet. That's yep. awesome.
2: So, so Tyler Lockett. Is mine. Um, is receiver 15. We had him as wide receiver 18. So, like Craig cool. said, he seems Craig was very high on lock and breakout player so the So year far, he has been right. I, I, right. Me and Craig with the whole Allen Robinson lock, thing think, been spot on. Hey, you're winning each side of it, to be honest. but, but you know, if you're playing both of them, you're doing but great but, uh, per game. It's, it, it, it's going to switch each week, like one week, you lock one week, So, um, Craig was right. He, this guy is a focal point of the passing offense. No, not a huge passing offense, but Russell Wilson is playing out of his mind. He's playing MVP caliber fo- football. His go-to guy is Lockett. This is Blanket. This is there, but DK right. is The thing is, is, it's
1: proven that he is now taking the ball with Alrighty. roll.
3: All right. Next, next wide receiver is DeAndre Hopkins. One moment while I drink this alcohol. DeAndre, our number one, everybody's number one. So projected as the wide receiver one by the top shelf experts coming in at wide receiver 16 right now. It's been a real letdown. Uh, that being said, fully going down and Hopkins history as a slow starter leave me in particular feeling very confident for the rest of the year. The downside is that he has some brutal matchups coming up, so best of luck to you, Nuck. But I do think that you have the ability with especially Will Fuller coming down and potentially uh, Deshaun Watson not having the faith in Kenny Stills right off the bat to see a couple big games which might boost him up into the wide receiver you know 10 to 12 range I don't think that's outside of the question I do still think he's going to finish the year in the top 5 but it's going to take some doing by DeAndre my boy listen he's
0: the most talented wide receiver in the league best answer might give it to Michael Thomas honestly but a lot of foam there,
1: Corey. So Tyrell Williams comes in at wide wide receiver 17. He was wide receiver 54 for us, and I think probably low on a lot of people's lists because Antonio Brown was supposed to be the number one wide receiver in Oakland. However, at this point now, Tyrell Williams is the number one wide receiver, and he's been able to do a lot with it. He's been able to get a lot of touchdowns each week when he plays. Um, he did have, He has missed a few games, and Will Fuller uh, was able to be the big recipient of that. Excuse me, not Fuller. Um, I was thinking of Will Disley, but it's actually um, Darren Waller. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Tyrell Williams is definitely going to be someone that I consistently can see going forward as a wide receiver you can count on.
0: Sorry, I was, singing. I was sick. And, oh. Tyree Kill, oh Tyree Kill! No, I mean, he's missed so many the games. Goddamn controversy that Tyree Kill had himself in. It was like it was it was a roller coaster, and first poor, you know, well, you know, we won't. How you doing? Tyree Kill is a top four talent. He was the number one wide receiver last year, and he was the number one wide receiver with Pat Mahomes on the field. Pat Mahomes isn't on the field right now, so. Tyreek Hill has to be downgraded completely Matt Moore will be hitting Tyreek Hill there's absolutely no doubt about that so his current wide receiver 18 I expect to continue to transcend but I think that Tyreek Hill needs to take a step back and if you have Tyreek Hill shares if you can sell him high that would be phenomenal
2: alright next one Stefan Diggs. wide were 19, had him ranked at WR12. He had a very slow start to start the season. Um, you know, he, he he was almost a guy that you wanted to get rid of fast. Is, it, is that you?
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, Sorry. so
2: the last three weeks, Stefan Diggs has shown us, wow, this guy is... The person you dri- you to him, he, he's had, he has had over 125 yards in the last three games. One game he had, so those that, those three touchdowns, huge game where I bottom low from someone in my league. Stop, Scott. Tom. Um, Stop it.
0: Some so, bottom you, you low. It was six weeks of like under 12 points. No, I, yeah.
2: But I'm, uh, so that's all uh,
3: for him. Um,
0: so Corlin Sutton to you. Yeah,
3: Corlin Sutton. Uh, currently, a wide receiver twenty versus a wide receiver forty projection. Uh, like we always say, volume is key in fantasy football, and Corlin has been getting plenty of it with the departure of Emmanuel Sanders. You hope that defenses don't just blanket him, but if they don't and they do actually learn to respect the Sean Ham- or Deshaun Hamilton, uh, he could sniff the top fifteen if he maintains his level of production easily. Joe Flacco has supported multiple wide receivers in his career. So, I see him keep. You know, the ability to do it is still is still viable. Next,
0: yeah, uh, Cortland apples. Yeah, we had a very big an discussion, an discussion about, about apple. No, Scotty's laughing like it's a joke. <laughs> no, no, it's your Red Dog League. Oh yeah,
2: I, I just don't want to spend too much time on this this apple discussion. Yeah, Craig, next, I go. love Cortland Sutton. Craig, you're up. Craig Tammer. Sterling
1: Shepard is the wide receiver 21 on the season in fantasy points per game. He was our wide receiver 44 when we were going into the season. Sterling Shepard has been able to see the benefits of Daniel Johnson. You legs. sound so
3: full. Sorry. <laughs> so drunk. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm trying. to I'm trying to Down to a 30
0: second. No, no. these are changing quick. No, no. it's no. Adam. No. It's no. Adam no. anyway. Anyway,
1: Sterling Shepard. Is someone who has seen the benefits of Daniel Johnson Who likes to check down Who likes to continue to To go through his Second read and and be able to get Someone under 10 yards and that's why Sterling Shepard has been able to be successful And he is the wide receiver 21 on the season I have to continue to talk About a player who's actually hurt right now Because Tom and Scotty are actually conversing In the background right now But Sterling Shepard is a pretty good Talented player, Golden Tate golden tate is someone that uh you know is going to eat in the sterling shepherds production but tom going to john brown
0: yeah uh listen john brown josh allen it's marriage to be had i mean josh allen is the type of quarterback that just wants to throw the ball as far as he can and john brown's the type of guy who says hey i want to go and run really far and i mean that's what john brown does he runs really far I mean, I, I, I like John Brown
2: buy a low, I mean, he's probably too late to buy a logo. I mean, he's
1: I, wide receiver twenty two in yeah. this fantasy points per game, but on on the season in, in general, he is also yes. wide receiver twenty two. Um, I just did a trade where he is avail- You know, he was part of it, you, and you uh, got I mean, their schedules, cake. It, it's, it's so it's, easy. It's, it's a marriage made in heaven.
2: Sure thing. Um, wide receiver twenty three is Julian Edelman for the Patriots I'm kind of shocked he's actually this low but I guess it makes sense Um, I think he's going to surpass this because no more Josh Gordon Sanu is there for more of a I think he's going to be more of a decoy Julian Edelman um, he'll move up to probably the WR15-ish range Um, so yeah he's a safe bet he's uh, Tom Brady's favorite
3: target adorable Yeah, Scotty, this is
0: fire, man.
3: So we are up to Devontae Adams. Currently ranked at wide receiver 24. We had him pre-draft ranked at wide receiver 2. Again, remember that points per game is the metric here. He's been injured since week 4. Adams has been a thorn in the side of his fantasy owners for a few weeks now with this goddamn turf toe. Hopefully he comes back soon and can start to jump up uh, in the rankings here and get back to where he should be. But he's really only had one big game all season. It was a career game, but he's had one big game and three letdowns in the four games he's actually played. you got to get the guy back on the field. The Green Bay offense looks like they're taking a step in the right direction, but who knows.
1: And our wide receiver 25 is Kenny Galladay. Who has definitely been the number one target for Matthew Stafford this year Who's having a really good season Everyone drink drink, And uh, we had him as wide receiver 24 Going into the season I think Kenny Galladay is going to continue to make steps forward I think he's going to finish as wide receiver 2 On the season And I think that uh, with everything going on With Kerryon Johnson being out for the IR Kenny Galladay is going to be someone That you can rely on week in, week out He's a great play I, I really like him and there's really not much more to be said. He's 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 definitely a receiver to be relied upon.
0: Yeah, Alshon, uh, you know, he's a sit for me this week. He's a wide receiver, too, that you can rely on right now. You likely drafted him as a wide receiver, three, wide receiver, four. Uh, these guys getting constantly targeted by Carson Wentz, and as bad as that offense may have looked against Dallas last week, Alshon Jeffrey's the guy that's going to be getting the targets.
2: And our uh, wide receiver 27 on the year is Michael Gallup. We had him record as WR53, so we were pretty uh, off there. I think the entire league uh, world was. If this guy can stay healthy, um, I think he's, he, he's set for a huge year. Um, Tom's taking a little bath and break, but... Uh, oh, sorry. No, yeah, sure. No, I'm good. <laughs> Michael Gallup, um, I think he's going to finish higher than this. As a top 22 wide receiver This is his year, breakout year um, That's all I have to say about Gallup Great talent and Corey Our next uh, wide yeah. receiver
3: uh, Al Sh- 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 Marquise Brown Naturally uh, Marquise Brown currently ranks wide receiver 28 Against an initial prediction of a wide receiver 68 And again, he was a rookie wide receiver coming in this year so. And he was
2: hurt too Yeah,
3: so you gotta remember that um, he's a guy, He started off hot this season, but he's kind of fizzled out since then. Hopefully, he can figure it out, get back on the field, stay healthy. Because when he's on the field with Lamar Jackson this season, it's been electric. So, you know, best of the wishes to the guy. Get back on the field soon.
1: So, uh, Philip Dorsett comes in at wide receiver twenty-nine, who is on the fantasy points per game schedule, and I actually expect this to continue uh, with Gallup. I'm uh, excuse me, not Gallup Gordon out. Uh, Antonio Brown not there when we all thought and we made our projection. Philip Dorsett was wide receiver 86, which I actually think is pretty high considering all the other experts had him not even ranked. Philip Rivers, I mean Philip Dorsett is someone who's been on Tom Brady's good side for a little while now. He can go deep, he can go short. He's put on a lot of weight. He is going to be the number two wide receiver outside of SNU this year.
0: Hey, uh, Wolf Fuller. Wide receiver 30, we had him ranked at wide receiver 38. Listen, Will Fuller's doing Will Fuller things right now. He's having huge games, and he's getting hurt. That, that's, what wide rec- that's what That's he, what he is. That's
2: what he does. All right, and I'll get into our tight ends. Take a shot. Yeah, you would, Scotty. <laughs> um, Hunter Henry is um, technically p- per game averages is, is one. Um, he's finally healthy. If he says healthy, I think he's going to be a top 10 tight end um, with Phil... <laughs> Rivers, he's his red zone target. I mean, if you Dude, this is,
0: All right, so I I don't want to cut you off, but this is, this is a phenomenal tight end one because you talk about taking name away from production. Hunter Henry should be somebody everybody's been looking at. Yeah,
1: More than likely in your league, Austin Hooper is listed as the tight end one, but per game, Hunter Henry has just come back, and he's... Unreal. And Keenan Allen's out this week, so it's yeah. going to continue. Yep.
2: Court?
3: Yeah. Uh, next tight end, Austin Hooper, tight end 2. Ranked as a tight end 14 coming into the year. No one really saw this coming, but I guess maybe we should have. It's a high-powered offense. Uh, hold on. Give me one second. High-powered offense. So maybe not as big a surprise as we might have thought it was. I think we all expected the Atlanta defense to keep games a lot closer. Man, uh they have all season so it might not have been an aerial attack from you know quarter one and on but here we are, I think he gains even more value with Sanu leaving the team so he could even get into that tight end one conversation with Hunter
1: and tight end number three in the season is probably the biggest surprise, the biggest happiness in tight end community which there is not much tight end uh, production out there and that is Darren Waller uh, he was our tight end 21, which we did think that he was going to be pretty good, but he- heck, he's been really, really good. This was also with Antonio tight Brown on the team. Right uh, yeah, he's tight end 3, but but TSF tight end 21 on the year. Um, so we had him on the upper echelon of players that might have actually been pretty good. Yeah, and Darren I- Waller is absolutely unreal, and I think he's going to continue his success going out throughout the season. Last week, he played against Green Bay and still had a lot of points.
0: Yeah, Travis Kelsey is our tight end 4 We had him ranked as our tight end 1 Listen, tight end 4, tight end 1 You want Travis Kelsey on your team I mean, listen, we're running out a song right now But Travis Kelsey is a tight end that you want on your team He's hyper-talented No Patrick Mahomes, you still want him
2: Yep, uh, tight end 5 is Mark Andrews We had him ranked as tight end 15 But he was one of those guys with Delaney Walker, Greg Olson, Jimmy Graham You wait till the last run of your draft. If you did, you got him. Good for you.
3: Evan Ingram is our tight end six. We're almost dead on with this projection. Uh, Tight end five was the original spot for him. Talented, dynamic tight end. Suffered with Eli for a couple weeks there, but uh, DJ's come on and look great. I think if he can avoid injuries going forward, he's going to even climb those rankings up to the top three.
1: Uh, And for our tight end seven, which is George Kittle. Um, who is someone?
3: Oh yeah, we get to right. This is he has had a lot four to touchdowns work. called back this year based on penalties.
0: Last song,
1: but Kittle has been really good this year. He World has been. League. I'm on George Kittle. I got, I got George Kittle. Um, got George he was our to, tight end three on the season for us, uh, and for most. But uh, he was obviously the number one go-to for Garoppolo. Now that they got Emmanuel Sanders, we'll Garoppolo. see what happens. But Kittle is definitely a, a continue.
0: Yeah, uh, Will Disley's here. And honestly, Will Disley's here to tell you how barren the tight end landscape is. We'll take His a shot we'll him, too. Because we'll take a, we'll take he's out for the right year. Shot to <laughs> Disley. Shot, <laughs> shot, shot, shot to Disley. Come on. Scotty. Uh, <laughs> no. All right. I'll take a shot from Disley.
2: All right. Uh, next is Zach Ertz. tight end nine right now ranked tight end four really? that's kind of weird It um, can't be right anyways um, Zach Ertz will bounce back He he's having a slow start right now the Eagles offense will find their way um, that's about it um, yep. trust in Zach Ertz
1: already
3: Greg Olson as our tight end 10 right now he's had two huge games 22 and a half and 14 points his place at number 10 on this list is more reflective of the tight end landscape in the NFL than anything else
2: uh, the, the, I'm sorry This song is perfect For Greg Olson
3: Yes Exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> The so, wonder himself You was a bounce back player For it like, Oh that he was oh, When back we did end. the bounce back players It was all tight ends <laughs> like, nah, Greg
1: bounce Olson Bounce back, back.
0: Oh, No 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 We did, we did bounce back tight and ends You were right? over 35 it years was, old. It was <laughs> Delaney Jimmy And Greg Olson yeah. I love it
2: So yes Nobody um, did Brian Fitzpatrick at, at the end of uh, f- Fist magic. magic. Oh, oh yeah, we always oh, want to oh, mention fist magic. Yeah, so um, I mean, this song is gonna end soon. This is the last song of the power hour. We actually did very, very good. We kind of sped up the power hour. Um, with yeah, the, we ended with up with the wide receivers, and we said what? we did seventy players. We We
1: 70.
0: shot through right, the, left, so, yeah, the back so part of wide receivers.
2: Halfway wide receivers, you know, we should probably do it faster because we want to. You know, do it all. Yeah, but you
0: know what's true. Hey, you. you heard seventy players in an hour. How you doing? We
1: are gonna take our final shot as top no, shelf fantasy.
0: Scotty no, say things. Oh,
1: We're gonna take start. our final shot on the midseason point of the fantasy football two thousand and nineteen season. Thank you for listening. This is Top Shelf Fantasy. How you doing? This is Scott, this is Corey, this is Tom, I am Craig. We have had a fun time doing this. We each took about five or six beers on this. Yeah, Craig's falling asleep. Power yeah. power. Everybody, please
3: rank yourselves as how drunk you are, because I am a, a one billion out of ten.
1: I am I am as well. Yeah. It's a, I'm a, how you doing?
3: Yeah. I'm,
0: a, I'm a couple two tray, how you doing? It's I'm a two tray. Pretty fine. Couple I'm two tray, how you doing? I
1: am 2 tray
2: pretty fine
1: couple 2 tray how you i do d- d- not know how that happened. Here, like, he yeah, has yeah, an yeah, infant, you know and he's somehow <laughs> able to drink
2: beer. <laughs> because... It's very easy. A power hour is like five light beers. And if I I do three three IPAs hour. Let's close it out. Top shell
0: fantasy. (laughs) Stay fluid. Stay Stay loose. loose.